0: The building up of vitality requires a conscious effort. No one can drift into vitality. Drifting always goes from a higher place to a lower place. In this episode, Brother Andrew Yu continues his fellowship given on February 2, 2008, reminding us of the subtle danger of drifting and how imperceptibly it can carry us away from a vital living if we do not set proper goals. If you would like the full audio, You can always find it at livingtohim.com. So what I'm trying to do is not to ask you for another meeting, to ask you to change anything in the church life. What we're talking about is the way you live. And what I'm telling you is not just something to impress you, to give you a vision. What I'm trying to say is we need to change the way we live. And the only way that we can change the way we live, according to this message, is that we have to set a proper goal. If you don't have a proper goal, then you will drift. And so I would like to present to you that all of you, wherever you are, will set yourself a goal. Even if that goal is not that spiritual, set yourself a goal. This is 2008 when we passed one month already, and we have only 11 months left. And it's very fast. Before you realize it, all those 11 months will be gone, and you'll be contemplating 2008. And you think that you have a lot of future before you. But before long, 60 years, like $60, you, one year is $1, and you lose one year, and then you lose $1. And that bank is not forever. And so you have to catch your time. In Matthew chapter 1, uh, it talks about the 42 generations. But it skip a few generations. For example, it says that uh, I think Joram, it begot uh, Josiah, and then in between actually it didn't beget Josiah um, it beget somebody and then somebody begat somebody and somebody beget somebody and then somebody beget that Josiah or what happened was the three generations that in between they were all just completely wiped off because they were just uh Joram he, he married the the daughter of uh, Ahab and Jezebel, and that brought in just sin in the family. And so free generation just wiped off completely. Useless. No more. That, that time is, is gone. And so we have to make sure that we set goals. And the goal, we have a proper goal. Then you will be a vital person. And if you're a vital person, you can pick up whatever responsibility there is in the church life. We want to pass on the responsibility of the church life to you. We're getting old. And... When Brahli, he perfected us, we're at your age. And now you're at that same age when Brahli perfected us. You should bear the responsibility of the church. But if you're not a vital person and if you're a drifting person, then it's useless for me to pass on the baton to you. If I pass on the baton to you, you, have, you don't even have the strength to pick up the baton. And so we're not talking about uh, the transfer of responsibility. We're talking about the building up of vitality. Build up your own vitality. You know. Um and so you need to um uh, consider what are you gonna do? What do you want to do? Um do you do you really do you really have a a goal? If you don't have a goal, then you're drifting. You know, um I bought a GPS system and uh, a lot of people now they use the GPS, they know that you've you got this thing called a waypoint, and the waypoint is um, if you want to go from here to uh, say if you want to walk uh, fly or from, fly from here to San Francisco, then that 's too far a goal, so you set up some waypoints in between and uh, so you reach the first waypoint first. And then from the first waypoint, you get to the second waypoint. And the second waypoint, you got to go to the third waypoint. The same thing if you're um, hiking. If you go hiking, you want to hike from here to, uh, say, like um, uh, the San Bernardino Mountain. Then you set up a few waypoints. And then you put it on your GPS. So you go to your first waypoint. And by the time you get to your first waypoint, then you go to your second waypoint. And by the time you get to your second waypoint, then you get to your third waypoint. Well, you need to set waypoints in your life. Some of you say, well, I'm financially in the hole. I got seven credit cards. I never know how to pay it. Well, at least set some waypoints from now until the first quarter is over or your first quarter is over. i like to propose that for the next three months, you set some waypoints. And, of course, the most important waypoint is the spiritual waypoint. And I, I uh, proposed seven when I was having the perfecting training. Number one, have a schedule. You know, not having a schedule is a problem. Number two, have morning revival. Build up or recover. A morning re- morning time to be with the Lord. Number three, read some ministry material in a, a consecutive way. Uh, Make a plan. A plan of reading through the Gospel of Matthew. A plan of reading through the whole New Testament. If you don't make a plan, you'll never get it. You'll miss that boat. You'll drift. You'll, you'll be 60 years old and you'll still be saying, oh, I wish I could read through. I wish I could do that. And number three, number four, I have a plan about how you build up your prayer life. You know, your prayer life is more important than your exercise life. Some people make a resolution to build up the exercise life. Your prayer life is more important than your exercise life. But in order to have the prayer life, you need some partner. And so you need to get as partners. Then, for some of you, you need to consider, you need to start picking up the church life. You have been losing the church life for many years, or erratic. Then you've got to say, okay, the next three months, I'm going to make a waypoint. My next waypoint is, I'm going to be consistent with the church life. Mm-hmm. Then some of you need to make a waypoint. Then you need to put your financial situation back in shape. You know, you, it's all out of control. Now you need to put it back into control. You control it instead of it controlling you. Instead of the credit card controlling you, you control the credit card. You know, um, and the only way you can do it. You know, when people come to work at the Living Stream, I say, okay, uh, make a plan. Uh, Uh, do a list Um, how much you need for the room how much you need for food how much you need for gas just list that and after you list that then the bottom line is what you need and for every item you just pray about that's how I set your salary not by your degree not by how many years you work not by your qualification but by you going through the Lord in every every item of your life then of course your offering is one item of your life that you have to pray about. And don't think that this is a small thing. Financial planning involves planning. If you don't plan, you will never have a proper finance. The reason why people, they drift their, their, their pocket, have a big, huge hole, is because they never have planned. They just go walk into the shopping shopping mall, and, ooh, 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 and then the current comes, and <laughs> before long... <laughs> the money got all out of their pocket. And uh, if you walk into the department store, that's fine. I'm not saying that you can't do it. But walk into it with a plan. You know, this is how much I'm going to spend, and no more, even though I like it. I'm not going to be carried by, the, by this current. You know, that is not just good spiritually. It's, just good, it's good for you as a human, as a human life. And uh, the reason so, so many, so many young people their finance is a mess. It's because they never have a plan. You have to have a plan. You must have a plan. Then you stick to that plan. Well, you know, if you never have a plan, that's why you're, 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 your finance is in a shamble. It, sometimes I just amaze how, how people said, I can't get by with X dollar amount of dollars. Wow. So why is that? Well, all right. You 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 need that, and uh, all these that I talk about, you know, is spiritual plans, right? I would say, even if you don't have a spiritual plan, just to have a plan. I plan to lose fifteen pounds. Good, because when you lo- start losing fifteen pounds. You will start exercise, be exercising the way you eat, and you will be exercising the way you sleep, and you will be exercising the way you exercise, and you will be exercising your life, and that indirectly is good for your spiritual living. The the worst is to have nothing, let it drift along, and that's the that's the spirit of this age, and we got to overcome that. That is, unfortunately, has invaded the church life, and our and our entire generation of young people is in limbo. You know, it's it's. It's in a kind of, a, what's that disease that, uh, that uh, Rick was talking about Wednesday? Huh? Undeemed curse. It's called Undeem's Curse. And what it is, is that somebody that has this disease, unless they make an effort to breathe, they won't breathe. Unless they make an effort to um, eat, they won't eat. It's that if they don't make a conscious effort, they'll just die. Well, I tell you what. All of us are on this Undeemed Curse. All of us, by, by Adams 4, you get into this Undeemed Curse. It's more serious, less serious. It's just a matter of degree. When you get to that Undeemed Curse, real, medically, undimmed Curse, it's oh, outwardly manifest. But right now, every one of us, as long as we're in Adam, we're in the Undeemed Curse. And if you don't exercise, you just drift along, and you just, even in your physical life, even in your physical life, it's the same. Well, so, you know, if you say, my waypoint, my waypoint is to lose weight. Okay, then make it your waypoint. And we'll check it out. Three months, we'll come back. Did you lose weight? Well, if you lose weight, at least you, you will feel good. You'll say, okay, good. I, at least my life has some direction. You know, get some direction to your life. You say, yeah, I need to get financially independent, that's okay. But, of course, the, main th- the, the, the best thing is if you get on a spiritual goal. And it doesn't have to be a big goal. Of course, the ultimate goal is to win the crown. That's the big goal. You know. But that big goal is not enough. You need to make some waypoints right now. What are you going to do in the next three months? All right? Okay. Okay. Um, I want to stop at 11, 11.30 sharp because that's what we say will we'll stop you. I told the brothers, give you a piece of paper and you think about it. What, what do you want to do to be that waypoint? To be that, where is that big boat? Write it down. And for some of you, you, are, you already know. For some of you, you already know because it's in the back of my mind. It's weighing on you and it's getting heavier and heavier and every year that you're not doing it, it gets, it gets more and more bothersome and you already know it. You, you just wish that, that can be done. Well, if you don't make a conscious effort and make a point to just get it done, you will never get it done. You know, for some of you, it says, oh, I, I want to finish that book that I was reading. Okay, finish it. If you don't make a point of finishing it, you will never never finish it. Okay, make a point of that. Then write that down. And then what I'm going to propose is we're going to divide into groups. And I want you to do two things. Number one, tell everybody in the group what your plan is. And number two, tell everybody or identify who is going to Monitor your progress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ask somebody to monitor it. Right. You know, here, listen. I used to think that the Nazarite vow is for a whole lifetime. Nazarite vow. You know, don't drink the wine, don't shave your hair, don't touch the dead people. I used to think that it's for a whole lifetime. Then I read the footnotes. It says it's only for seven days. That Nazarite vow is for seven days. After seven days, you have another waypoint. You make a commitment only for seven days, only for one week. And, uh, and it has 21 verses talk about being a Nazarite. And of the 21 verses, 12 verses, more than half, is talking about what you do on the day when that vow is fulfilled. In other words, it sets a clear goal, which is not very far away, which is not 10 years. It's seven days. And then it sets a clear mark on that GPS. But it says in verse 11, it says, in the middle, if you get defiled, then all the days become void. All the days past become void. I don't know whether it's starting from the day that you get devoid, uh, th- that you get defiled, or whether it's the whole seven days that get void, that get forfeited. One, Darby says forfeited, at that period. Then you got go to new start, fresh, fresh beginning. Maybe some of you can study it and then can come back and tell me. Like for example, I start the vow on Monday, then I broke the vow on Thursday. Then, uh, by Saturday, um, I make an offering. Well, does it mean that uh, from the day that I broke the vow, those two days got disqualified, ruled out, blocked out of the book? Or does it mean that the whole period from Monday on got blocked out? I don't know. So maybe some of you can find it out. But anyway... The days that you, 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 you defile, those are the days that you, they become void. They become null. They become forfeited. And you don't want to get to the end of your life and you become old and find out that all of that is forfeited. So that's no good. So, how about that? Would you say amen to that? Amen. Set your life in the right course. Have some direction. The worst is just to sleep into death. Sleep yourself into the coffin. Sleep yourself into unconsciousness. You know, They said diabetes. If you don't do something about it and your kidney start malfunctioning and you start sleeping into death. Sleeping into death. That's, the, that's a beautiful dying. You start losing consciousness and you start going away. Well, we need to change that. Don't 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 be in that. You know what? I have the uh, big confidence. Not in assigning you to be elder so and so, you know, Brian Preston. Now you're elder so and so, Mitchell, you're elder so and so. Yesterday you're this kind of person, today you become an elder. It doesn't make you a different person. Just by calling your elder pastor. <laughs> won't make you a different person. Mm -hmm. We're not for that. You know, that doesn't that doesn't mean a whole lot. What it means is the way we take care of our children, the way we take care of our time, the way we take care of our finance, that's what I'm interested in. That's what I'm interested in. I'm I'm more interested in in those that are not going to the full timers training than those that are going to the full time training. Because that's where the challenge is. Mm -hmm. It's when you have a kid. Then the kid cry all night long and you have to be an overcomer, and you still have to take control. Take control, not of your kid, take control of your life. And uh, when the kids grow up, and they want this, they want that, and you said, his friend or her friend has this and has that, and my, my kids don't have that, and then you have to take control. You know, that's what we're talking about. Anyway, um, let me do this. Um, I told you to write down something. So write down something. Even if it means a very small waypoint. But just mark a waypoint. When I bought the GPS, it tells me to mark a waypoint. Mark three or four waypoints. That becomes your, you know, in, a, in a piloting. You mark the waypoints, then you put, put a straight line between where you are to the next waypoint. That becomes your flight path. That's how the flight path is being determined, it's de- determined by the waypoints so um, do that and then we'll have uh, let's say 5 to 10 minutes for um, some of you I know some, I, I've been, I was meeting with some of them some of the brothers, uh, about 5 or 6 5 or 10 of them, so they can share something about what this burden is all about it's not just a message, it's a burden to all of you. Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at living to him.